anything and everything. Do you ever wonder how to? Do you ever wonder why? About anything and everything. Then Doris is your guy. Anything and everything will open your mind. Anything and everything with Doris. Anything and everything with Doris is online. Remember. Remember. Anything and everything with Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You are listening to the Anything and Everything with Doris podcast, and I am your host, Doris. This episode is brought to you by WYSK Spark Radio, where they play uplifting music to get you through the day. You can find it on Live 365 Spark Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, I want to talk to you about Alzheimer's disease. And are there things you can do to prevent it? Before I go any further, I need to give you a disclaimer that this is based on research I have done and I am not giving medical advice. So please consult your medical doctor or licensed healthcare practitioner before doing anything that could impact your physical or mental health which would include starting an exercise program, changing your diet, or taking supplements. And of course, just as I do, I encourage you to do your own research. I always reference where I obtained my information in my notes below, so that way you can check out what I found out through the sources that I have used. Did you know that in 2015, it was estimated that 46.8 million people worldwide were living with Alzheimer's disease, which was a huge increase from 35.6 million in 2010. Alzheimer's Disease International expects this number to double every 20 years. Now, I took care of many elderly patients that had AD, and it is important for me to find out as much as I can to make sure I or my family members do not become one of the people included in those statistics. The scientific understanding of dementia has only recently shifted from that of a late-life disease to that of a lifelong process which is affected by factors throughout life. That means you could be setting yourself up for AD in the future. No matter how old you are now, this is a process and the actual disease showing itself is just the final step in that process. In 2011, Barnes & Yeff noted that there are potentially modifiable factors that contribute to as much as half the risk for AD. The effect of these factors can be reduced considerably by making changes in your lifestyle and by making sure disorders such as depression and diabetes do not go untreated or undiagnosed. I will show you how closely these diseases mesh. The links between depression and dementia are very complex. Many cognitive functions 
such as attention, memory, and planning, can be affected in depression. And in older patients, it can be unclear whether a cognitive problem is a symptom of depression, dementia, or both. In some cases, the two afflictions seem to merge. A study by Mirage found that when depression is untreated, it significantly increases the risk for AD. So if you feel depressed, it is important to take the steps to overcome it before it causes long-term damage to your brain. I am a believer in supplements. Instead of a medicine cabinet, I have an entire pantry dedicated to herbs and vitamins. I believe in prevention of illness rather than trying to heal from something that could have been prevented. These days, the food we eat is not as healthy as it once was, and therefore, we need help with what we are lacking. If you follow Dr. Andrew Saul, you understand how informative he is with vitamins. He has often said that if you are lacking in B12, you can have symptoms that mimic AD. Dr. Saul has advised that a B12 deficiency may be mistaken for or even cause AD. B12 deficiency is easy to come by in the elderly. Poor diet, poor intestinal absorption, which would be due to less intrinsic factor being secreted by the stomach in the aging body and possibly due to calcium deficiency. Also, digestive tract surgery, pharmaceutical interference, notably from dilantin, and stress all decrease B12. It is necessary to measure the cerebrospinal fluid, not the blood, to get accurate B12 readings. So please keep an eye on your B12 levels. They are more important than you realize and you can check out Dr. Sell's website at www.dryourself.com and I will have that website in the links below. Preclinical research suggests that alpha-lipoic acid, or ALA, scavenges free radicals, reduces inflammation, and may protect brain cells from conditions such as stroke, multiple sclerosis, and AD. Preclinical studies also indicate that ALA, or a combination of ALA and regular exercise, may improve certain aspects of learning and memory. Vitamin E is an immensely powerful antioxidant. It will reduce free radicals, and it also prevents cell damage. As you get older, the damaging effects of free radicals increases, making this supplement especially important. Also, look into omega-3s. Omega-3 fatty acids have shown anti-amyloid, anti-tau, and anti-inflammatory actions in the brains of animals. In an article published in the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease, Researchers have found that for patients with high omega-3 levels, blood flow in specific areas of the brain 
is increased. Stay hydrated. Did you know that dehydration can cause depression to be worse? Make sure that you drink good clean water free from fluoridation. Currently in most United States, tap water around the country has fluoride added to it. Whether or not fluoride in tap water protects teeth is a much debated topic, but what we do know is that drinking water with fluoride is extremely bad for you. That is especially true if your body is already tired and run down from a condition like depression or diabetes. For example, one study found that children who drank fluoridated water were more likely to have problems with their thyroid hormones. Another study found that fluoride in drinking water was associated with liver damage and kidney damage in children. I have even forbid toothpaste with fluoride in our house, but that is for another podcast. So please make sure you have clean, unfluoridated water to keep yourself hydrated. Stay active for what is best for you, whether it is walking or exercising, maybe dancing or even gardening. We know that being overweight can cause all kinds of health problems, including raising your risk for AD and other forms of dementia. There are so many differences of opinions on oils and fats out there, but some fats for brain function are positive. I have often read that brain cells have difficulty metabolizing glucose. However, the theory is that ketones that are produced in our bodies while digesting coconut oil may provide an alternative food source to keep the brain nourished. The Mediterranean diet is associated with a variety of health benefits, including a lower incidence of dementia. Recently, researchers have identified a specific ingredient that would appear to protect against cognitive decline. Extra virgin olive oil. If you are going to try it, make sure that you are using a brand you can trust. Because of the premium prices that is repaid for extra virgin olive oil, many manufacturers are using deceptive labeling practices, and some are just downright fraud to get you to purchase their products. So make sure you know where it came from, and make sure it is organic. Leafy greens contain important nutrients that can hold off dementia. And new research from the journal Neurology suggests that eating salad could also help keep our memories in good shape. According to Dr. Sarah Booth from Tufts University Nutrition Research Center on Aging, older adults who consume leafy greens in their diet, the equivalent of about a cup and a half a day, they have the lower risk of developing memory deficits associated with dementia. The study followed 960 people for about five years and focused on green leafy vegetables such as cooked spinach, kale, and collard greens, and raw lettuce salad. It found that those who ate the leafiest greens were 11 years younger in brain age compared to those who ate the least. 
And we all know turmeric is very good for us. Turmeric is known to possess antioxidant properties and curcumin may play a key role in turmeric's potential effects against AD. In several animal-based studies, scientists have observed that turmeric may help clear beta amyloid from the brain. There are many turmeric supplements out there, but I prefer the one with black pepper in it. Black pepper aids in our body being able to process the turmeric much more efficiently in our digestive system. In 2015, Alzheimer's Society funded researchers at King's College London to test whether doing brain training games can improve cognitive function in older people. The study found that playing the games, which challenge people on reasoning and problem solving, can help people over 60 to get on better with their daily activities over six months. The researchers also saw improvements in reasoning and verbal learning skills in those over 50. Remember that our brain is a muscle, and as with any muscle in our body, we must use it or we lose it. Try games that challenge you, such as crossword puzzles, Sudoku, or any other game that keeps your brain challenged, keeps you thinking. And of course, we know smoking is horrible, right? Smokers have a 45% higher risk of developing dementia than non-smokers, according to information published today by the World Health Organization and Alzheimer's Disease International. Evidence reviewed by the WHO reveals a strong link between smoking and the risk of dementia. And the more a person smokes, the higher the risk. It is estimated that 14% of AD cases worldwide are potentially attributable to smoking. The WHO warns that exposure to secondhand smoke or passive smoking may also increase the risk of dementia. So there can be no ambivalence here. You need to kick the smoking habit immediately not just for your own sake, but for all of your loved ones around you getting that secondhand smoke. Diabetes and its treatments can impact the brain and cognitive function, making it another risk factor for Alzheimer's disease. In fact, many doctors are starting to refer to Alzheimer's as type 3 diabetes. The link really is that close. A systematic review and meta-analysis of studies shows that people with diabetes are at a much higher risk of Alzheimer's. So just reflect on that for a moment. Getting diabetes is bad enough in itself, but it also puts you at a much greater risk for developing Alzheimer's as well. Frightening, isn't it? Fact is, that all three of these diseases discussed are almost inextricably linked. Having one of these illnesses gives you more of a chance of having another one. So let's do all that we can to avoid getting all of these at the same time. 
Further studies are still needed to understand how these and other lifestyle factors affect risk of Alzheimer's and how reduction in these risk factors among those who already have some impairment might lower the conversion rates to Alzheimer's and other dementias. As with most diseases now, we need to realize that we are dealing with a multifaceted problem. What we eat matters. Avoiding toxins matter. Drinking good water is so important. Sleep is crucial. We need to look for a life balance. Lots of rest, times of silence, great organic food, clean water, walks in a park, good relationships, simple things, but they are all totally crucial. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Be sure to check out our show notes below, where you can donate to support us, check our references, or see what else we offer. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Thank you.